Hey there, photographers. Did you know there are four different levels that most photography businesses go through? Well, I want to share those levels with you and give you some tips to help you get to consistent $2,000 sales as quickly as possible. And even if you're just starting out, well, it's probably within reach for you too. So join me for this free live training where we are going to talk about those four different levels and what's required to move from one level to the other to help you making more money in your business right now. I hope you'll join me. Just click the link below to register for free. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Bagley. And today we are talking about a, I think, absolutely critical habit if you want to increase your wealth, if you want to have success in managing your money. Oh, I mean, this is a non-negotiable. You're going to love it. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey, everybody. Nicole here. I am back. It's just me this week, but um, I'm pretty excited about it because we are talking about a habit that is absolutely critical if your goal is to increase your wealth or to manage your money or to just live a life without the stress of um, no, wondering if you have enough finances in the bank to cover what you want to do and do the things you want to do. So you've probably heard the saying that you can't improve what you don't measure. And that is 100% true, especially when it comes to our personal finances. All right, I want a show of hands out there. <laughs> Don't worry, I can't actually see you. It's okay to be truthful and honest. How many of you truly know what you spend each month and truly know what's coming in that can quickly and easily look at your personal finances in a quick profit loss statement? An income, outcome, where are you? If you can't do that, man, I think you really, really have to. You know, in our businesses, we have these accounting software that every single transaction that I do in my business account on my business credit card gets pulled into QuickBooks. I can see it right there. Uh, it comes in like the next day. I assign it to a, you know, a, a chart of accounts, a line item in my budget so that I know that it was spent on marketing or it was spent on cost of goods sold. So at any time, I can take a profit loss snapshot of my business and know exactly where I stand financially in my business. I know what I've been spending money on. I know what money has been coming in. When I want to be more profitable, I can look at all those line items and say, oh, should I cut back on this? What's the return of investment on that investment that I made? Okay, maybe I can do this or move that here. Okay, I can increase some income here. So you have the numbers. Without those numbers, you're just going on feeling. And our feeling is often lying to us because uh, it just doesn't really have that accurate representation of what is going on in our financial picture. So for the longest time, I was trying to figure out, you know, how to do this, because I love that about my business finances, that I have these things automatically pulled in 
I get to review them as they come in. I get to assign the line item. If there's some random charge that I didn't realize was coming in, I see it right away so I can call that person or reverse that or cancel something. It's just such a better way to have a pulse on your finances when you can see these things happening in real time. So some of the things that I've tried in the past are um, actually the one that worked really, really well for me. But this was back before I had kids. Um, We, you know, was just married. It was just me and my husband. We didn't have nearly as many expenses. And, you know, there certainly weren't as many automated expenses like Netflix and Hulu and 8,000 other things that just get charged to your card all the time. So what we did is there was this program called Quicken. I don't even know if Quicken still exists. But it was made, I believe, by the same people as QuickBooks, but it was for personal finance. And I had the desktop version, which did not connect to my bank account. So I manually imported or input every single charge that we did. So my husband and I, whenever we'd spend any money, we'd get the receipt. We just put the um, pile of receipts on my desk. Like once a week, I'd go through and I enter that stuff into Quicken. And that enabled me to see where we were spending our money and how much money we had. Because here's, here's the thing. You guys might know that I have a little bit of a credit card habit. And by credit card habit, I don't mean that I spend a lot on credit cards and I carry balances. No, I do spend all of my spend on credit cards because I like to earn the points so that I can use those for free travel because um, free travel is my jam. (laughs) But anyway, so I have a lot of different credit cards and we put every single penny of spend that we can on those credit cards. But if you're not really careful with that, you can get into trouble and all of a sudden your credit card bill comes and you're like, holy cow, $5,000, but I didn't even buy anything big because all those little things add up so quickly. You know, go to the grocery store, $200. You go to Costco. I don't know about you, but now with, uh, you know, <laughs> a family of four and my son who's a preteen, that grocery bill is only going to go up for the next few years. I mean, I can't walk out of Costco without spending If I spend less than $350, I'm like, man, win. It's ridiculous. So anyway, it's really easy for this credit card spend to just really surprise you when that bill comes at the end of the month. And the other thing I hate about waiting for that bill to come at the end of the month is, uh, you know, then you have to go through and kind of remember, oh, what's that charge? Did I do that? Oh, okay, that's legit. Where are these? If you even look through it at all. I know I've been guilty in the past of just paying my credit cards without actually looking over all the charges. Um, No, bad idea because, you know, credit card fraud, just fraud in general is rampant. So you should definitely know what is being charged to your cards. So anyway, anyway, I digress. Um, These are the reasons that I really wanted to have a good handle on my finances. So I had tried Quicken. That worked for a while. And then eventually it was a desktop program. When I upgraded a computer, it no longer worked on that operating system. They discontinued it. The online version, uh, I don't know why I didn't try the online version. There was some reason. I think it didn't work with Mac at the time. So then I was, you know, (laughs) left to my own devices. I had tried Mint. Uh, I didn't love that, even though it all pulled everything in. Um, it didn't like automatically categorize things. And what I really missed that I absolutely loved is the way I managed my money in Quicken. I had, you know, my regular bank account. I had my credit cards come in. 
And then I would make like a phantom line item in my bank account that was basically credit card payments. So if I went out and I spent $50 on my credit card on, um, you know, dinner, then I could come back and I'd put it in Quicken as, hey, I spent 50 bucks on dinner and it would come out of my main balance in my checking account. So that way I knew my checking account balance was like the money I had available to spend. And that, that credit card payment was ready to go. So I was essentially using my credit cards like a debit card um, because I was pulling that money out of my bank account. Well, it was still in my bank account, but on the paper, it was technically pulled out, even though it was technically still in. Oh my gosh, I hope I'm explaining this okay. (laughs) Um, So anyway, it would look like I had $1,500 in my checking account, even though if you logged into my bank account, it was like, oh, you have $4,000 because I was pulling over all that money I was spending on credit cards in real time onto this just fictitious line item so that I knew when those credit card bills came, I could just pay them. It was no big deal. I, I knew how much money was coming in and it was so very helpful. So when I was using Mint, it automatically uh, started doing different line items. I, I don't know. I just, I wasn't, it was too automated for me and too easy to not actually look at all of my uh, transactions. And there wasn't really an easy way to create that phantom phantom line item of using my credit cards like a debit card. Uh, and then I had tried personal capital. We enjoyed that one. That was nice. You can pull in like all your investments. And we still use that for like a net worth, like snapshot of like retirement investments, um, house equity, mortgage payments, like all that stuff is automatically pulled in there. So you can have a really nice overview of your um, just general net worth. Uh, That website is Personal Capital and it's a free service. Uh, I will let you know that they... so. They are, I don't know if they're an automated like Betterment, but they're like an investing thing. They want to help you invest. And so when you sign up for the free account, they do call you for a while of like, hey, 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 trying to get you to sign up to invest with them. But then we just never answered and they stopped. (laughs) So um, it is free software. So we've been using that again to kind of uh, keep an eye on the big picture of retirement and all of those different investments. And okay, but I still didn't have a solution for my day-to-day spending and my day-to-day management of these credit cards and knowing where my money was going and how much money was coming in and how much money was going out. Um, Like I truly had no idea what we were spending per month. I didn't even know really what our, you know, kind of fixed expenses for the month are, you know, mortgage and utilities. Like I kind of knew, but I mean, we should be able to like, Oh yeah, it's whatever, $4,250 a month for my required monthly expenses. So then I tried, you guys are going to laugh. I tried a spreadsheet that I would put in. (laughs) I mean, that was doomed before it even started because who the heck has time for that? And uh, yeah, we've got a lot of random things that get charged to our credit cards and a lot of, you know, taking the kids to soccer. We stop and get some food where, you know, there's just, there's, there's stuff going on all the time. So anyway, I was looking for a solution. And then um, randomly, you know, whenever you ask certain questions, 
If you're open to the solutions, they almost always present themselves. So I was thinking about this, like, man, I really need to get a handle of an easy way to just know what I'm spending, where, and, you know, keep track of this credit card spend of knowing what's coming in and what these bills are going to be and being able to set that money aside. So it's not like, oh my gosh, this is a big thing. I have to pull some money from savings. Like I I just, I want to know, I want my finger on the pulse of it. And then a friend of mine on Facebook, somebody asked and somebody else responded with, um, YNAB, I think that's how they pronounce it. You need a budget.com Y N A B. And I was like, huh, I had heard about this before, but I think we all have this visceral reaction to the word budget <laughs> because I'm like, I, I don't want a budget. I don't want to be like, oh, I can't go out to dinner because I've spent my eating out budget. No, if I want to go out to dinner, I want to go out to dinner. <laughs> like, of course, I want to make sure I could pay my mortgage. But like, you know, I want flexibility to be able to spend my money where I want when opportunities arise. So for that, budgeting has always been to me like, oh my God, no, yuck. Um, But I was like, let me let me look into this. Because I looked into it years ago and I was like, ah, no, I don't know. I think the budget part threw me off. And so I did. So I looked into it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this could be my new solution. And turns out it is. I'm obsessed. I've been using it for a month and I don't think I will ever not use it. It's so helpful. So, so helpful. So what it's based on is um, zero-based budgeting or dollar-based, I think dollar-based budgeting or zero-based dollar budgeting, something like that. Kind of like the envelope system. If you've ever read Dave Ramsey, they talk about the envelope system that it's like, all right, you get paid. Now you put in, you know, $1,000 for your mortgage. You put in $200 for your groceries. Like you're, you're giving each dollar a job, like putting it into whatever envelope. But it's flexible in that it's like, oh, I want to go out to eat. Oh, but I've used my dining out budget. I'll just pull it over from one of these other line items. So you're just kind of moving money around, but like you're knowing where everything's spending and you can plan where to spend everything. So I'm actually using it a little bit differently than how they recommend it. I will let you know about that. But first, the the way that they recommend using it and the way it was built are around these four rules. So number one, you give every dollar a job. So you know, your paycheck comes in or you pay yourself out of your business and you're, you know, comes in and you're like, I have $3,000. It goes to ready to assign at the top. And then you have your budget at the bottom. Um, so it can be like, you know, mortgage is $1,700. So you're like, all right, I'm going to take $1,000 to the mortgage. I'm going to put, um, you know, this much to my groceries. I'm going to put this much on my taxes and insurance. I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. So you can like just start to put it on these different line items to assign it, to have a job. So that way, when that mortgage comes due at the end of the month, you're like, man, I've already allotted money for it. It's fantastic. The second rule is to embrace true expenses. And again, that is just like figuring out where we spend money. And then as you start to track it a little bit more, you can start to see, um, okay, so I have some big yearly expenses, like my property taxes are due in August. That's like a $4,000 bill. How much is that per month? You can set aside money per month to pay something like that. If it's something like, man, every month it comes up to be like Christmas time and I feel a little strapped because... I I haven't planned for that or it's just too much of a financial outlay that month and like every December and January I'm stressed. 
all right, well, let's kind of take that big amount, what we usually spend and break it up monthly. So then by the time that rolls around, oh, that money is already earmarked for it. So that is what they mean by embracing those true expenses. And then number three is rolling with the punches because like I said, I don't want to, you know, forego a nice dinner out with some friends if I want to go. So you can then take a look at where that money is allocated and say, oh, all right, well, you know, maybe I don't need as much for groceries or maybe this other thing that I've been saving for, oh, I'd rather go out to dinner than, and that can be pushed back a little bit. So it allows you to make decisions based on your values, based on what you want to do in that moment. You know, there's no right or wrong. There's no judgment for pulling money from one line item to another. It's just allowing you to see kind of what you're dealing with because, um, you know, <laughs> money and math is finite. Like it, there's X number of dollars. Things cost this much. You need to make sure it adds up. Maybe our government needs to use YNAB. They need something. <laughs> anyway, okay. And then rule number four is to age your money. And what that means is essentially the longer you do this, um, you can start to work in a way that you're paying your May expenses with April's money. So like you're basically a month ahead of your bills. So you have this built in savings cushion. So when unexpected things pop up, like, oh, my car just needs new brakes, then you have plenty of money in your budget that was, you know, going to be earmarked for next month's expenses. That's okay. You can pull some to cover this, um, you know, unexpected expense and you still have plenty of time to make up those expenses that are coming up in the future. So those are the four main rules. And, you know, I've got to say, as an entrepreneur with a variable income, we need something like this more than your average bear. (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, this was a good, you know, this was great year. This was ah, a little bit, little bit more lean. Oh, it's January. Um, you know, so it's really important to really truly have a handle on these numbers when you are dealing with a more variable income. Uh, so gosh, I mean, and if you're still a W-2 employee and you know you have certain um, money coming in, still super helpful. But if you guys are, are dealing with that variable income, Man, this is just a game changer, absolute game changer. So how I use this differently is that I don't want to spend the time. I started when I started playing with it. I started trying to like create a, all right, I'm going to spend $400 on groceries. I'm going to spend this on this, this on that. And I, I just... I don't know. It doesn't work for my brain. It doesn't work for me. I was spending way too much time like reallocating money of like, oh, I didn't expect that one. Let me pull that over here and this over there. And it was just, it was just too much. So I don't like to assign every dollar and get to that zero ready to assign up top. What I do is I put in all my expenses that I know are coming every month that are fixed. My mortgage, you know, I put in uh, approximately what my utilities usually are, HOA expenses, board for my horse, things like that that I just know are coming every single month. And then 
then uh, with everything else, like the groceries, the household items, the soccer expenses, the, um, you know, vacations, all that stuff is all kind of down below. And I just move money to those line items when the charge happens. And I keep above, basically, it's how I used to manage my money in Quicken. Like that ready to assign is basically the money that I have to spend. Like the the money that is not already earmarked um, to my different credit cards or, you know, it's not money that I've already spent is what I'm getting at. So that just makes more sense to me that I could look at that and be like, oh, all right, there is $600 there and, you know, our next payday is Friday and it's Wednesday. Yeah, 100%. Let's go out to eat or let's do this or that. Um, And, you know, and you can have different things if you're saving towards a goal. So, you know, we have a vacation to Costa Rica coming up in April. So I can create a little savings target there so I can keep funneling money there to get that all good to go by the time we leave. So, you know, there's just different ways to manage it and you have to kind of play with it to see what works for you. But that's how I do that. And then the other thing that I do is I take my big expenses, my property taxes, life insurance payments, homeowners insurance payments, all of those, you know, kind of auto insurance, like those bigger expenses that only happen once a year and figure out what they all are over the course of a year divide by 12. And then I just make a monthly deposit into a different savings account. So for things like that, I do have an online savings account that's not at my regular bank. um, And that just pays a little bit more interest. (laughs) I know more interest is kind of an oxymoron right now. Um, But unfortunately, fortunately, fortunately, the interest is going to be going up. But unfortunately, because inflation is also going up significantly. So I don't know what is better. Regardless, a lot of online banks have a higher interest rate. So I usually move any savings there. So I will just have a savings account there that is sure um, only for taxes and insurance. And then I have our personal savings account in that bank as well. So each month I just move automatically, set it up that it's an automatic transfer. I have it in my um, YNAB in there so that I know that it's happening. The money gets allocated for it. It's a monthly target and it just all happens in the back end. And then when I pay one of those bills, I just transfer that money from that savings account into my main checking and boom, it's covered. Okay. And then the same thing with my credit card payments. Um, That was really what I was looking for when I came into this was... A, two goals, knowing what I was spending, knowing what money was coming in. So to have a really clear uh, handle on exactly what my monthly expenses are and where we spend our money. And then number two, to be able to really easily manage all these credit cards because hashtag credit card addict, hashtag I have a lot of credit cards, hashtag I like free travel, hashtag if you want some tips, let me know. Speaking of which, have you guys ever seen, <laughs> got that from, um, if you want to laugh, look up Saturday Night Live, hashtag Jimmy Fallon and um, Justin Timberlake. You're welcome. Hysterical. Okay. Anyway, so that is how all of that works. Um, I just, I just love it. Highly recommend you guys go check it out if you don't currently have, if you already have a system and you can answer what I asked at the beginning of like, hey, how much money do you spend a month? Do you know where it goes? Do you know how much money's coming in? 
All right, great. If you can answer that quickly and easily and you know where that information is, you are good to go. But if you can't, (laughs) I recommend that you maybe check this out. It is a paid service, but it's $100 a year. And some people are like, oh gosh, that's a lot. Man, how much money can you save? And how much is your peace of mind of knowing that you know exactly where your money is, what your money's doing, that your bills are going to be covered? I think it's 100% worth it. Um, We do have a special little affiliate link. So hairofthedogacademy.com slash Y-N-A-B. And then you'll get an additional free month. So when you sign up, there's a free month anyway. It's a free 34 days. So you can go through a whole billing cycle. Uh, They have a gazillion different webinars and knowledge banks and things where you can like tells you exactly how to set it up. There's a blog post about how to set it up and use it if you have variable income, how to use it if you are paying off debt versus how to use it if you're using credit cards and paying them off each month. So there's a ton of tutorials to help you set it up to exactly how you like. But anyway, if you use that link uh, after you get your free month, if you sign up, you'll get an additional free month on the back end of either the yearly or monthly plan. It's um, $14.99 a month if you do the monthly plan, but um, you'll get an extra free month then as well. By the way, I should mention that you don't even have to put in a credit card to do that 34-day free trial. Just go sign up, check it out. So you don't have to worry about getting charged if you forget to cancel or you end up not liking it. So there's seriously no risk. Go check it out. It's been blowing my mind and I 100% wanted to share because um, managing our personal finance is such an important part of having a successful business because if you are stressed about your personal finances, that stress is going to carry over into your business and that energy is going to be carrying over to potential clients, uh, potential inquiries. So the more that you can just manage your personal finances from a place of power and um, and just knowledge, the easier it is to run a successful business. So go check it out. Let me know how you are liking it or if there's any other um, ways that you manage your, your finances that you really love. I mean, I'm a sucker for software. So if there's some great tool out there, let me know. I mean, I'm I'm sticking with this one because I love it, but I would love to also, I I love to see, I love to see all different ways to do things. So let me know. Um, My Instagram is at hair of the dog Academy. You can of course join us in our big free hair of the dog community at community.hairofthedogacademy.com or you can go to hairofthedogacademy.com slash community. It will also take you there. And yeah, we would love to hear about how this is working for you. And happy, I don't want to say happy budgeting, because again, budgeting has a bad connotation to it. It is not budgeting. Happy money management. How about that? (laughs) All right. I'll see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode on your phone and post it up there on your Instagram stories and be sure to tag us at Hair of the Dog Academy. And we would just love to see how you're listening. And uh, full disclosure, sometimes we just like to give away a little pet photographer swag in the form of Hair of the Dog t-shirts and sweatshirts. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and share that screenshot of this episode. And don't forget to tag us at Hair of the Dog Academy. And while you're there, 
Maybe you want to jump on over to our account and see what we're up to on the gram. Would love to connect with you. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This was episode number 136. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources that we mentioned, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 136. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.